fans and welcome to another episode of the internationally known dudes are ringside podcast i am your host joe the panther the third and now from the top of metal mountain in the middle of the mosh pit it's a happy heel himself metal geek what's going on ringside crew what's going on internationally known? what's going on everybody what's going on joe how's it going today I'm good. We're in the second week of Women's Wrestling Month, dude. Oh my god, dude, that's so amazing! You know, We've got so many awesome women's wrestlers that are coming up, and we started off with. But geek, are you ready to go on a journey? Yeah. Because you introduce the guest geekums. You could introduce them. You have the honors. Sure. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to Journey. Eager. Hey everyone! Thanks How's for having going? me. No problem. Right. And it's awesome. It's the second week of Women's Wrestling Month. Dudes, are I love Women's Wrestling, wrestling Month. month. <laughs> year two. We. This is the second year we've done it. Awesome. I'm so happy. Me and Geek decided to do like different months. Like again, mm-hmm. second year two with it. And I'm like, gotta represent the ladies. Have it in February. Mm-hmm. For sure. I will always, uh, obviously, I'm a big proponent of women's wrestling. So to hear that, you know, there's a whole month dedicated to it is is super cool. Yeah. My friend's like, why February? I'm like, it's fun. Ladies like Valentine's Day. February is a beautiful month. <laughs> like, sweet month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of February. It's a little cold for me. But I think, you know, even if it is a little cold, we can highlight the good stuff that's happening to, yeah. to balance it out, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. East Coast people be like, it's snowing still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. It, it, it's it's snow outside. I can't I can't leave my house. What's so good about February? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I can't do eat the steak and then red the candle with you. It's snowing. It's like eight feet, eight inches of snow out there. But actually, actually, it's a good opportunity if you think about it to get views because oh great, what am I gonna do out? What am I gonna do outside now? Great. I could oh I could go and watch dudes at ringside podcast with our guest journey. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next snow day, I'm just gonna post this and say, you know, it's it's perfect marketing right there. You already <laughs> got it built in. Good to your sweetie that lives with you in your apartment and it's your girlfriend. If it's snowing up, get on the couch, cuddle in a blanket, make a bag of popcorn, and watch Journey in, in the dudes. There yeah. you go. Find your new favorite wrestler. Yes. So if our internationally known fans journey are not familiar with you, why would they not be? Introduce yourself. Yes, I am Journey Burke. I am the law of attraction, lawyer by day, wrestler by night. The lawyer by day is a shoot. Um, 
I was trained at the Wrestle Factory, and of course, I trained with Speedball Mike Bailey for a few months, which was awesome. Um, and I'm just starting out, but I think 2023 is going to be a very exciting year for Journey Burke. So, so what was it like being trained by Speedball Mike Bailey? Yeah, a little terrifying. Number one, <laughs> um, uh, he, but he's he's so kind. He's so helpful. Um, just the the things that I was able to pick up even just watching him not even necessarily him teaching us just the watching the way he does things and like you know absorbing things through osmosis it was just absolutely insane and every time that I walked out of those classes I just felt more energized and more excited about wrestling than I have ever had uh, so I can't say enough good things about speedball honestly awesome Awesome. So, like you said, you're trained by my speedball. Like, you just it. That's that's amazing. Like that man right there. He's has he so far since you were training with him. Has he asked? Have you like asked him about any of like his like like stuff in the ring? Any little things yet? Uh, I don't really ask him about his like matches or anything like that. Um, but the way that he teaches psychology is really cool and has been really helpful. Um, so kind of how we structure our matches is very specific to the way Speedball does things. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people have, have heard the basic structure of a match, but he throws his little twists in there just to make them, you know, signature Speedball Mike Bailey matches. Um, and those things I've found super helpful because psychology in the ring is still difficult for me, but you know, every time you get in the ring, it's, it's something new. So it's been nice to have the basic structure that he's laid out for us. And, you know, it kind of makes your match a little bit different than, you know, the next match on the card. Um, so it's been, those are the, I think the most helpful things that he's been able to, to shed some light on. So, so who right now is your dream opponent that you would love to wrestle for a Forbidden Door match? I think it has to be Thunder Rosa because she's my favorite wrestler in the whole wide world. Um, and I think if we could do like if we could do it anywhere, I'd like to do it in Baltimore because I'm from Maryland. Um, so take her out of Texas and bring her to my home turf. Well, what would you say your favorite Thunder Rosa matches? Uh, it, I mean, it has to be the lights out match with Dr. Britt because that was really the turning point of when I decided to start wrestling training because I saw that match and I was just like, you know, a lot of, a lot of other female wrestlers that I look up to, they saw, you know, Sasha and Bailey, or they saw something with the four horse women. But for me, Thunder and Britt was like my four horse women type of moment. Um, because when I saw the lights out match, I was like, I didn't even know women's wrestling could be like this. And they just knocked it out of the park and it was, I'm never going to forget it. And they, they took it to another level in that match. I mean, I don't yeah. think, I don't think, uh, was it, uh, a national TV between TBS, TNT and USA have seen that much on, on their television network or anything like that no. in such a long time since like the attitude Era. So, which is crazy. And that, that match must have brought a lot of ratings for them as well. For sure. I mean, the fact that people are still talking about it over a year later, like, you know, it's, I think it's going to be one of those matches that 
a lot of people look back and say, this is a huge turning point for women's wrestling in particular. Uh, because, you know, like I said, I hadn't seen a lot of women, like, so I should preface all of this. I only started watching wrestling in 2020. So I'm still a pretty new wrestling fan, um, but I had never seen anything like it. Uh, Roman, women's wrestling, just having women blading on television, like it was so cool to me. And I was like, this is, I have to try this. Like I have to do this now. <laughs> and and you don't think I've never seen a woman use tax before in, in a match before mm-hmm. either. So that's, that's, I that was even crazier, you know? Yeah. On TV. But like, you know, I know, I know there's a ton of, you know, deathmatch indie wrestlers who've done this all before they were able to do it on TV, but having that big of an audience to, to see it and expose someone, you know, someone like me or the next, the next under Rosa out there. It's, it's really exciting. Yeah. Like someone like Candice LeRae has been doing that in PWG yeah. with the thumbtacks and what the, the Legos for like years and years before even making it to TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be able to, to showcase that part of women's wrestling and kind of put it on the same footing as men's wrestling is, is really exciting. Yeah. So I saw that you wrestled, uh, you've been wrestling a lot of with Christine and Marie. She's mm-hmm. another former guest on our podcast. Has she like, has she been a tough opponent for you or is it like, you know, back and forth uh she was uh, she was very tough i mean uh, she's a lot stronger than i am number one so you know she could pick me up like i'm nothing um but working with her was was really awesome because she obviously has a lot more experience than i do so i learned a lot from her um and you know we might see each other again in the future bcw ccw who knows um but she was it was a tough match to get with her but i think i was really proud of the match that we put on at the end of the day. Yeah. Do you mean CCW there... in Delaware? Sorry, that's our mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. I love them. They're cool. I like CCW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're awesome, those those guys over CCW. Yeah. So that's yeah. our family. Yeah, so... There's people, they, we know them. They know <laughs> yeah. us. Oh, cool. They know us. Yeah. The owner's really cool. What a great guy. Mm-hmm. Geek, next question. Yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> yeah. What, what, where's your dream place to go for wrestling? You'd say. <sighs> I mean, right now, my dream is to get to Mission Pro again because of Thunder Rosa. She is, you know, my favorite wrestler. And I think having an all-women's promotion is is just so cool. Um, but with if I had to go, if I got the chance to go anywhere, if I wanted a TV deal, I think AEW would probably be my first choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Guy, I don't know if you asked this one already. Um, with the, uh, the, the, the Forbidden Door conversation from before is there any independent wrestlers other than like the mainstay that have you seen Mm -hmm. on instagram or you've seen on youtube or facebook that you're like mine forbidden door i want this person to come through as you're knocking on the door oh yeah uh sandra moon is absolutely my number one like independent wrestler that i i'd love to work with uh, I don't know her at all, but like I watch all of her matches. I watch all her stuff on Instagram. Like I think she is just an amazing wrestler, and her style is so, so much like the style that I'd like to be up against. To kind of, it's a little bit different from my style. I'm more of a striker. I'm more of a, you know, I wouldn't call myself a high flyer, but you do doing lots of stuff off the ropes. So I think our styles could work together really, really interestingly. 
didn't didn't she just work PWG or that am I thinking someone else? Um she may no, have. The, I'm not totally sure off the top of my head, but no, no, I think it, I think it was it, it was dark. I'm sorry. She worked just recently worked dark. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, she's so. definitely been on dark. Um, but yeah, she's like I just love her style and I think that she's very unique in women's wrestling. So I'd I'd love to go up against her if if the chance ever comes, whether she's on the East Coast or I'm on the West Coast, whatever happens. I think she's a West Coast person. West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so what's your favorite food? Uh, mac and cheese, number one, hands regular down. Like anything in it, like regular mac and cheese or like just whatever. regular old mac and cheese. Like yeah. I have. Sometimes I get a little superstitious on stuff. So every time I have a big like important event going on or like you know i'm i'm just preparing for something really important the dinner that i have before that event is mac and cheese (laughs) like i had mac and cheese before i took the bar i had mac and cheese before i took like my lsats when i was applying to law school um i think i even had mac and cheese before like the night before my first match so it was mac and cheese is always there for me Homemade or mac and like from this like the the freezer box like the. I do not discriminate against any kind of mac and cheese. Um, so if I have the time to make it homemade, sure. Uh, but usually I do like the Annie's white cheddar mac and cheese. That one is top tier. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do Do you have Do you have any uh, like stories of anybody that tr- uh, trained you like uh, like advice that they gave you? I mean, I've gotten a ton of advice, um, luckily, because everybody that I've trained with is is so wonderful. But I think the biggest thing that I often get feedback on is just remembering to be confident in the ring, Um, because I am so new, it it is difficult to get in there and kind of pretend like I'm this big personality or like I have all this experience when I really don't. Um, But the people aren't paying to see me, you know, be self-doubting. So just remembering that I can do all these things and being confident in what I'm able to do. I think those are the biggest, the biggest advice that people have given me um, and the most common advice that I get. Uh, And also just to slow down, remember that slow down in life, generally not necessarily in a match, but (laughs) that too. Um, And just remember that, you know, we're taking little baby steps to where we want to get to and as much as I'd like to be at the top of the Indies right now, you know, it takes time. Yeah. So what is the song that you play on your phone or your iPod? I'm going old school. Like, what is that song that you play when you're pumping yourself up before you hit that curtain? And why? Oh, Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. (laughs) There's nothing like if I had any entrance song in the world that I that, you know, I didn't matter what character I was. Doesn't matter like who I'm facing. Doesn't matter copyright. It would be Crazy Train uh, because that song just. Uh, it gets me so pumped every single time. Yeah, yeah. What 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 are some of your favorite uh, Ozzy Osbourne songs you'd say besides Crazy Train? Um, well, Ozzy Osbourne or Black Sabbath, I guess. Uh, yeah. War Pigs is another one. It's uh, a good one. Um, I think I'd have to look. I don't know like the names names of the song, but I think War Pigs and Crazy Train are probably my two favorite. I I, I like the song. I like the song Paranoid. Hmm. Paranoid is a good song. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
anytime I hear anybody play uh, Mama, I have to like, I'm like, I even yeah. have to play me and I'm like, Mama. I'm you, you have to get, you know. <laughs> My it is an anthem. It is an anthem. Absolutely. Joe's going into it again. Joe's crying. Shut up. It's a skit <laughs> You gotta get your phones out, Joe, with the flashlights. And all of a sudden, you yeah, see Joe the, uh, <laughs> the light on his phone in the middle of an aisle in the store. Joe, you're embarrassing mm-hmm. me. Shut up. Kid. Pull your phone. <laughs> it's out, the man. cereal aisle, Joe. You know, middle of the cereal aisle. Old ladies are staring at me like. What's wrong with this They guy? just don't get it. They just don't get it. It's all right. Tears come out of my eyes. I'm just crying. <laughs> no shame. No crying. shame in that at all. I, I saw a disturb recently at uh, I saw uh, in a concert and they played Sound of Silence. Everyone got out their cell phones. Some people still had their lighters. And uh, like mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, now we're going old school with the lighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds about right at a disturbed show. There's always one. There's always one guy that has a lighter out. Always one guy. Yeah. There's that one guy that doesn't have the cell phone. They just have a, like, I don't have a cell phone, but I have a lighter. <laughs> I still have the lighter, the thick lighter. Here yeah. we go. Or there's somebody who pulls out like a Zippo, and you're like, where did you even get that? They don't even make them anymore. I know, but somebody there. always has one. They like I think they bring it out one. specifically for the concerts. Yeah, they have that attachment that they the Bico had the Bico the Bic that. that it's like the it, you get to put the fuel back into it. I don't know if you mm-hmm. heard about that. The end they had like a little. It's like when you're doing filling a lawnmower with gasoline. They had the little attachment that you could put the oil or the stuff back inside of it to give it more fuel. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just buy a new damn lighter. Why are you just? Yeah, it's <laughs> like a dollar. <laughs> just go over to this the counter and just be like, here's a dollar. Thank mm-hmm. you for the lighter. Don't be lazy. <laughs> there's a, there's a, you can also go to 7-Eleven and get those those lights, like light-ups things. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like a, they're like a dollar. They're, those yeah, flashy very things. Very simple they, solutions. Yes. You don't, you don't have a cell phone? Okay, just go to 7-Eleven and get those flashy lights. They sell them in the arena where you're at the concert. They may be like 30 bucks, but may get a, a, a princess crown out of the deal or something because they make them at any style. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's got go. a crown on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that's on the glass. Show. I'll find the glasses, the shiny glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are fun. Those are fun. Yeah. Um, I think you already asked your question, right, Geek? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you watching anything currently on Netflix or on Hulu or anything? Uh, so I just finished Wednesday. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was so good. Um, I don't watch a ton of other things on Netflix. I usually am literally just watching like indie wrestling. Um, but I saw Wednesday because I love the Adams Family. So I was like, all right, I have to watch that one. And it was really, really good. You should watch 90s show. It's good. Watch a few episodes. That, yeah. I've seen a lot of clips from it. And I did like that 70s show when it was on. So I feel like I would like that 90s show. Last of Us. Last of Us on HBO Max is good. Yeah. Yeah. I've never played the video games, but I'll see if see if we can check that one out. Too. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Joe to watch it too. I think we have HBO Max. I just have to ask my mom, but we we've been watching. We started watching that 90s show when we got hooked like we did like i did for watching beginning of the pandemic my mom and i actually cleared out the whole office and we watched 
um, Parks and Recreation. And we watched Another that. good one. Oh, there was one that we watched. It was like, it had um, Chevy Chase. They were back in college. Chevy Chase is an older guy. He was in college. And then all these young kids were him in college. I forgot that it was like a, a, a local college. And then the old guy was there. I forgot the name of it. Oh. It was a popular show around the time of The Office and Parks and Rec. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean the British, the, Brit, the British version of The Office. A lot, a lot of people love the British version of The Office. I mean, they say it's funny. That's why it got so popular in America. Junior, <laughs> Journey. That one, ha- even my dad's like, no, nah, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prob- it took me a while. Yeah. Go ahead. They probably they probably think that about that the American version of like yeah really, yeah probably. and it's funny probably. because my parents love Ghost the show on uh the show on um CBS my parents love Ghost and they went to watch the one on Netflix and my dad's like it's like The Office <laughs> what the hell is this. It's like yeah. that's, you can't go to England. You can't understand them, and the, and you'll yell at them because they you think they're being too dark. And my dad thinks <laughs> marbles in their mouth. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did take me a while to get into the American Office, just because like the first like you know season, I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this, but everybody loved it, so I'll try to watch it. But I did end up finishing it and loved it. But I I've heard the same thing about the British one is that like you know it it really is like a toss up if you're going to like it of like, you know, if it's not as similar to the American one as you would like it to be, but, or I guess it was the original. So the American one is not as similar to the British one as as some people would have liked it to be, but yeah, but we still love the office. Although the one-liners, there's so many Instagram pages for the office that I've seen pop up now. There's one that Mm -hmm. sells merch and has, that's what she said on a hat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think there's probably an office meme for every situation. Like oh my god, everything. Yes. And yeah. there's a gift too. Yep, yep. They have the, always have the... like an office gift in my pocket just in case. Oh gosh, that means dang it, I could have sent you what's his name, the Spanish guy from the office going. Yeah, <laughs> Oscar. Yeah, I love Oscar. He, I was watching Instagram one time, and they, they he was standing on the sidewalk somewhere, wherever they he was, and he was. It was a car. He was the person in the car saw him, and they were like, mm-hmm. they looked over, and he was just standing there waiting across the street, and they were like, ah, and you were like this. Because <laughs> 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 he got to jump back, then he was like, because they yelled his character's name at it. Like that's kind of scary. Like it's a little bit weird. Yeah, here, that's my tie-in question. Like, if you ever been out in like public, getting grocery shopping, or just hanging out with your friends at a restaurant, and like a fan has seen you and going journey, and you're like. Have you ever had that yet? I have you ever had? No, not yet. So I think generally all the fans that I've interacted with are very respectful and nice, but only at shows. So you know, we'll see once I make it big. You know, big worldwide star, Journey Burke. See if that happens. But yeah. <laughs> so far, everyone's super cool. Don't, don't don't forget, you, you saw our first on the Dudes at Ringside podcast. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right here. <laughs> we're gonna, we'll definitely have to have you back when you when you have like a wall of championships behind you. <laughs> yeah, when I have my my official wrestling office, this is obviously with all not your wrestling. With all your indie belts, yeah. like you start doing the the belt collector, all the belts behind you and stuff like that. Yeah, just call me Kenny Omega. I mean, 
Makes sense. <laughs> there, 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 are, there are a lot of indie wrestlers that have multiple championships right now. And I'm like, jeez, oh, yeah. man, they're they're just killing it right now. Like someone like Joey mm-hmm. Conway right now, multiple championships. He has like two belts right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a ton of there's a ton of people that have, you know, tag belts, singles belts. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but I know I've seen like a few women specifically who are also double champs, which is really cool to see. Um, so, Shukru. Danny Moe. Shukru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Danny, yep. Moe has, Danny Moe has like five title belts or something like that, four belts or something. <laughs> like she well, did she this. Her, so. her and her husband were like this in a picture, like standing next to their arms like this. And their mm-hmm. arms, each arm, both of them were full of belts. And I'm just like, my God. They're the king and queen of the titles. Jeez. Yeah. That is hard work right there. That is insane. That's not like a little feather. Another another tag team, Joe, is the Shook Crew right now. How many belts have they got? I I know Bryce has like three belts and like Bobby has like two, you know? Mm. That's a lot. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you. They they have the, uh, what, the BPW tag titles and, uh, Bryce has the Creative Pro, te- uh, the Creative Pro World Championship, and Bobby has a TV Championship. And I think I'm not a hundred percent sure, but he has. I think Bryce has one more belt. I think from up, uh, up in Boston, Massachusetts. So they're both crushing it right now. So mm-hmm. really, a testament to all the hard work that a lot of these indie wrestlers do, and it's so exciting to see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, actually, the question I forgot to ask, because that's our favorite question to ask every wrestler. Uh, have you ever thought of wrestling in the UK? And if there's any other place in the world you'd like to wrestle, where? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go anywhere that will take me, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, the UK would be awesome. Japan would obviously be awesome. Um, I'd love to go down to Mexico just to see what's going on down there. Um I don't know that I would fit in with their style, but I think I love lucha wrestling. So just to be able to watch it in Mexico would be probably the coolest thing ever for me. Who's your, who's your favorite luchador? Uh, my favorite luchador. I just watched like a bunch of matches this weekend. It's like so hard to say, but I feel like it has to be El Hijo del Vikingo right now because mm. he's mm. just insane. Like he was at, I saw part of his match at GCW the other day and he did like a one footed tornado off the top rope. And I was like, how, how is this? Yeah, it was nuts. It was insane. So I don't like, I can barely jump off the ropes, but to jump off the ropes with one foot and like do a full twist in there. Nuts. Absolutely insane. You definitely check out Charisma. She's from California and her husband. What's her? I can't. I, I always blank on her husband's name. Geek. What's her husband's name again? Isn't it like Phoenix? Gavilon. 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 Yeah. Uh, Charisma and Gavilon. Though they're, if you ever went to California and you met her, you, she would be like, I know the dudes at ringside. They sent me your way. She'd be like, Oh my god, girl, come here. I'll teach you everything I know. She, oh, her yeah. character, literally, right? Geek looks like um, Sailor Moon. She had like yeah. the Sailor Moon oh, looking with the shoulder pads. I love and, that. Her outfit's oh, that's so awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah, Car- I will definitely have to look her up. Yeah, charisma. Charisma Gavilon. But you know, um another great uh, luchador is Ichiban. Yeah. 
it's Jabon. Yeah, it's Jabon. Oh, he's, he, he's he's crushing it right now in the Indies right now. Oh but, yeah, I watch but, wrestling open on Thursdays, almost every Thursday, and he's always there. And I'm just like, he's th- he's also just amazing. I think I saw him wrestle once. Wrestle once. It's he's just amazing live. You know, it's Jabon. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. crazy, he's Joe. You need to see super it. Super high to energy. He sent me his name on the proper way to spelling it on on uh, Google, so I don't on YouTube, so I don't look. Like, I don't get like itchy bon and get someone scratching their bon. <laughs> uh, like, my uh, mom's like, "Why are you looking up someone scratching their butt?" No, my mom was supposed to be itchy bon. Ow, ow. It's <laughs> like, no, not itchy buns. Itchy bon. <laughs> Did you? Mean I think it? once you see him, you won't miss him. No, Google's oh, mean. Google's mean. They're like, did you mean Itchy Butt? <laughs> <laughs> no, Itchy Bond. No, Itchy Bond. But yeah, would I recommend another it. another great uh, luchador? Is uh, he just got signed to WWE? Is Dragon Lee? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Um, Seeing Dragon Lee in NXT is going to be really, really cool. Who would you um, think he was? Who, what rivalries do you think he's going to get into in NXT? I think it would be super easy to put him against like Axiom, something like that. Um, who else would I like to see? Anybody. Against? Yeah. I think. Hmm. I mean, they literally could put him up against anybody, but I would really like to see him up against Axiom. I think that would be really entertaining. Um, or. You know, honestly, I enjoy watching Grayson Waller work, so maybe Grayson Waller too. Mm-hmm. I, I would have him fast start, do a fast start for him, just have him go right up to the main roster. He's that good. He, yeah, I mean, he could he could absolutely handle it for sure. Him him and, and Rollins. Ricochet would be nuts. Oh, oh my man. god. Dude, him, him, and, <laughs> him and Rollins, I want to see him and Rollins. That's a, that's a mania for match. Sure. Right? TLC has <laughs> match on Raw. Boom. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Versus yeah. Ricochet, the start. there you go. Well, would you toss him into an? I, you know, I'm crazy like that because I love playing 2K 22. I would start him off. I would toss him like as a mystery person, third person in a United States TLC match. That would be so much fun. Just yeah. they'll be like, "Who is this mystery person?" And they're all in the ring, and then his music, whatever music they give him, and everybody's just, the real fans are like, "Oh my god, it's Dragon Lee!" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Another another great match would be, and this is kind of a clash of the styles. Dragon Lee versus Nakamura would be a lot of fun. They could definitely work each other for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think Nakamura could probably work anybody. Let's be honest. So yeah. any match he's in is going to be a good match. Yeah. What about? I know it sounds kind of simple and sure thing, but what about Muda just popping into WWE and taking on like a Dragon Lee? Oh man, I feel like that'd be a dream for Dragon Lee, let alone like a dream for wrestling fans. You know, <laughs> he's like, out if uh, tell him who his opponent was, and he just his music hit and his mask picture on I, the screen. Joe, I I don't think I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility because the Rumble's coming up. So uh, imagine, oh my god, surprise appearance to the Rumble. Oh my, hmm. remember next Saturday's the Royal Rumble. So what is going through your mind, guys? Like. I mean, Mood had his last match to, to uh, was it this morning? I think it was the uh, no, yesterday. Yesterday was the last match. Yeah, third time in match. Yeah. Never know. Triple H may be going, you know, your last regular match was there. 
But you, you want to come to the Royal Rumble? Come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's the cake. Here's your milk. Just be come to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. These cookies are fresh from the oven. Smell? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if anybody could do it, it would be Muda. Triple H to convince Muda to go over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People in his ear, don't go, Trip. Vince McMahon's trying to sell the company. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> blah, blah. Now, the thing is, Triple H can convince anyone because he's gotten so many people to come back to WWE that can't stand Vince McMahon at all. There mm-hmm. Multiple people. And just, I, I think Triple H can convince anyone out of anything. But he there's one thing he did not convince. He did not convince the elite to come to WWE. That's true. Yeah. And, and, Which I'm fine with. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is though, he did say that the elite did say, damn, they were so convincing too. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I think Triple H wasn't trying to get the elite. I don't think he was. I think he saw that they had their own thing going on. Over there in AEW, and he's like, "Let them have fun." No, this was be- no, this was before. This was before. I think that's the way yeah. I would. Think, if I was Triple H, I'd see them doing their own thing, the way they were doing all the fun stuff they're doing, and I wouldn't want to ruin what they were doing on their own thing to have them come over to WWE. Like, because remember, like the writers in WWE are practically like crazy, and <laughs> they change people's <laughs> characters. Bray Wyatt. He was a scary guy in the middle of the woods in Louisiana and became a, a uh, Sesame Street character overnight. What the that, that was him. That was him, though. I know, but still, I would be furious because I love... He wrote, he wrote that. He wrote that. Bray Wyatt know, wrote but during I do what, love Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse. I think. <laughs> I just kind of got sad because I had the beard going. I wore my fedora, the... the blue and black flannel shirt with the tank top yeah. at the show my friend went with me and the kids were like are you part of the show i was sitting in the front <laughs> row i literally had braun Strowman in front of me standing there to the back way in allentown pa and i said my big brother you're here to say hi to me aren't you big bro and they both turned around and were just staring and i felt like I was about to die. Braun Strowman, <laughs> big oak tree in front of me. I just—he turned around and the light just disappeared. I was just like, Blocking everything in my light. body. And they always say when you die, everything releases. I think I farted. <laughs> <laughs> it was the closest was like, to a near-death experience. I felt just like, looking at Braun Strowman. I was just looking. He was just looking. He didn't even kneel down and got my face. He just looked down at me like this. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he, he would be an intimidating guy. He just said, "What did you say?" And I was like, well, "We're friends, right?" I felt the sweat. My friends, like, I could see you, the back of your side of you, like this. Am I gonna die? <laughs> and he's like, "I, I sense I was gonna run over, but I was scared that I was gonna get killed by security." This is like a house show, there. yeah. But still. Bray Wyatt's boys were, and this is when what's his name is still alive. He was right in front of you. He was here. The other guy was here. They were just looking at me like this. Mm-hmm. They were all like, they all did the thing to me because I looked like Bray because mm-hmm. I had my, I don't have long hair, but I had like mm-hmm. beard, the shirt. I had a belt around my waist and everything. He was like, they were all like, and I did that too. They were all like, 
Yeah. Bray was just like stealing my gimmick, brother. He was just yeah. staring at me from the ring like this. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my finisher is a sister Abigail from Bray Wyatt. So oh, wow. I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's that's cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like that. Oh, that's awesome. Makes it yeah, very devastating, obviously. <laughs> Did you kiss the head when you do it like Bray? <laughs> no, I don't do that. I haven't I did not rip that part off because I'm not as creepy as Bray. Maybe one day we'll get there, but yeah, no, no head kisses. No, but so do you have any upcoming shows or up? Um, do you have any upcoming shows? Yeah, so I will be at uh, I think what was it February 18th, Real Shoot Wrestling. Um, that's in Parma, Ohio. Um, we are doing a women's tournament to crown the Real Shoot Wrestling women's champion. So my prediction, me, obviously, because it has to be. <laughs> um, but I'll be wrestling. I think first round matchup is Evelyn Sage. It's me and Evelyn Sage. So we actually had a match in one of the last Real Shoe Wrestling shows of 2022. Um, she did get one over on me. So I'm looking for revenge on the 18th. Isn't she like an old school mom? Like in those, like, leave it to be. Yes. She mm-hmm. has like green hair. Yeah, yes, I'm like, you everyone. have to look her up. Her character's like an old school Believe It to Beaver kind of mom. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's her character is so creative and so yes, creepy. so creepy. <laughs> that was the thing I did when I was sick. I would look up random wrestlers, and I, I I found the name on Instagram, and I looked her up. I was like, her character is like perfect, but how would we have her on the podcast? We would have to have the screen. We would have to pre-record it. And then have her geek would have to make the whole screen gray, like have so it looks like we're. I, in a black I, I, I think I could do something like that. Yeah, she's I, she's very scary, very frightening, I, very frightening I, I th- lady. I, I think I could, I think I could do that, Joe. I think that's a possibility. But it would make her screen gray and leave us color, <laughs> like it's a black and white movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would see. I would have. To, I would have to try to see if I could do cap some cut. Kind of I guess cap cut. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Thank so, you. So me much versus for- Evelyn too. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you have any social medias or? Uh... Oh yes. Um, I have a Facebook page. It's just Journey Burke. Um, if you look me up there, you can give me a follow. Uh, my Instagram is Journey Burke PW, uh, all one word, and then Twitter is just Journey Burke. Again, all one word. Uh, I couldn't get just Journey Burke on Instagram, so I had to go with the PW. But those are all my socials. I don't have a TikTok yet, which I've been told that I have to get one, but I don't know that I'm going to, to be quite honest. Joe, com- <laughs> Joe, Joe convinced me to get one, so I'm like, Yes, okay, well, if you know. get yeah. TikTok, let us be your first follower because we're, we're the safe ones. We Whenever a wrestler <laughs> makes a promo, We've loaded mm-hmm. the promo. So if you made a promo for us, we'll put you'll be on the TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know I have to do it good for business. So I will yeah. have a TikTok eventually, but uh not not today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming to the podcast, you know. Yeah, awesome. thanks for having me. This is a good time. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm Joe Panther the third. On the Metal Geek. I'm Jody Burke. 
and we will catch you in the next one. See you next week.